welcome. 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 <laughs> welcome to the Three Sirens Podcast. I'm Aisha. I'm Felicia. And I'm Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we are so grateful because this is our season finale. This is our season finale. Wow. It went by so fast. No, it didn't. This is like seven months. And so this episode, we've decided to look back at some of our favorite clips, mm-hmm. our favorite. I mean, we've had all of them. Our favorite. All of them. Are mm-hmm. It was very. Well, I'm glad we let we let an independent contractor pick it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we because so, there's, there's right. no way we could have sat down and said, "Ooh, put this." We let right. someone who watches our watches our show, listens to our show, right. knows and loves us, say, "Okay, I'm picking some things." Right. So we're we're very grateful. So we're going to um, guide you through this. I was calling this the cheesecake episode because of the Golden Girls, like when they sit down and they do like a recap show. I just Blanche. She's a fan. No, I'm not. I'm Dorothy. <laughs> I am not Blanche. I'm, I'm Sophia. No. Okay. I won't be Rose. I won't be Rose. <laughs> Blanche. <laughs> you are not Blanche. Okay. Okay. Not now Blanche. I'm getting mad. You are, you are not, not Blanche. You're not, get, you're not getting you, it. We're not giving it to you. <laughs> right. You're not Blanche. We'll stand first <laughs> before we get to stand. I'll take stand. She's Stands for She has a novelty toy. Vomit. Selling plastic vomit. So, anyway, we're going to take you through this um, journey of our favorite clips. Yes. And of the first one, who, who's going to introduce that? Should, should I do it? Okay, yeah. the first clip was actually from episode one. Mm-hmm. We were just cutting our teeth and we were really talking about the complicated relationship that I and many of us women of color, black women, have with white women. Yes. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, I don't know if it was hard to talk about, but it was, it was just, I think all of it was a little, because it was our first time, yeah. period. Awkward. Like, you know, you know, what do we say? Do we say this much? Do we go right, that far? Right, I didn't, you know. Do we tell it like it really is? And now, now we don't care. We say no, whatever we want. <laughs> it felt good, though. <laughs> right, right. That was the episode that gave us permission. Yeah, yes. so please, um, enjoy. So this story actually involves Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my stories will involve you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, years ago, our children attended a Catholic school. In fact, I just want to say, between the three of us, we have seven children. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We got a, a team. Yeah. So, years ago, actually, all three of our children attended the school. That's yeah. True. Yeah. That's yeah. True. So, Kathy and I were um, going to a suburban Dollar Tree. To pick up articles to make a gift basket for raffle. Yeah. The most, you know, common mom thing you can do. Right. Get to that Dollar Tree. Yeah. We're making like a girls' night out basket. Something ridiculous. Oh, let me sip. Sip mm-hmm. it. So then, so we're in the Dollar Tree. You know, we're gathering all our things. Oh, let's put this. Let's put that. We get in line. There's only one cashier, as they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have one cashier. This dog. <laughs> my dog is outside so we're waiting in line and there's an older woman in front of us and she didn't get to get basket so she's holding all all these things so we're behind her and another cashier comes up and she says next person in line well the next person in line was the older lady in front of me so I back up to let this woman go by when all of a sudden a woman behind Kathy with a cart full of objects and her daughter sitting in the, the children part buses mm-hmm. over to the next cashier. When I say bus, I mean she almost took out Kathy's um ankles. <laughs> Listen. So so Kathy, so anyway, so she gets in line and so I see the old lady like, oh, you know, and turns right. back around. And I, I said, 
um, I'm sorry, ma'am. I was about to let you out to go to the cashier, but this woman, you know, cut in front. The woman turns to me. Now she's on the other aisle and yells, well, if you wanted to come here, you should have came over here. I just saw red mm. because <laughs> maybe this wasn't a racial thing, <laughs> but all I saw was the entitlement of this woman to turn to me right. and to address me in a demeaning manner, to yell at me from right. across the room and knowing that if I would have done this, they, they would have called the police. You would have been an angry black woman. Right. Thank you. So my next, I was so dumbfounded. My response was, how dare you address me? <laughs> just like that. I became the queen of England. How dare you address me? <laughs> and then, and so she looked and she said, like I said, oh. if you wanted to get in, you should have came over here. That's when I saw red. So then uh -huh. Kathy yells, we've got a lot of entitlement going on here and I'll slap you and your baby. What? Yeah. So Not my proudest said, moment, but then, I did. Then I said, let's all calm down. <laughs> and your baby. We've gone too far. Too far. I, I actually announced. Slap for people. everyone. I announced people, I'm sorry, we've gone too far. <laughs> and I said, we're not slapping anybody's baby. <laughs> and Kathy said, we're not slapping anybody's baby? I said, no. No babies no are getting slapped. No babies are getting slapped. No babies no baby slapped. Right. Slapped. No baby slapped. I'm ready. But of course, she turned around. But I was just so angry. And like I said, this, in her mind, this probably had nothing to do with race. You know, she wasn't mm -hmm. like this black bee. You know, right. she was just, had so much entitlement that one, she could cut the line. Mm -hmm. Two, she could look at me and say, well, this is what you should do, right. with, you know, with the finger and the yelling. And I was just saying, if I, first of all, if I would have done that, then feed, that's you that's Kathy, right. that's your mom, that's right. my mom, mm -hmm. that's every black woman right. on Instagram, that's, right. and that's who we would have represented. Right. Yeah, but she lives in a system that she can do this, mm -hmm. she can act like a jerk, mm -hmm. and still be, that's just her, the jerk. She's just not a her. Yeah, she's, she's not, not everybody. Right. right, right. And so, my, and, and that's an intense, you know, a, a thing, but just the point of, you know, calling me girl at a meeting, or mm. asking me, is this my real hair? Like, you know, right. you're, I mean, just, just right. so much ownership of my body and my being right. and who I am that you could just walk in and just say this is who you are and I'm, I want to know this and I have a right to know mm -hmm. right. and it's not because you the white women that you're actually thinking that this is okay it's just you have no concept of what it is right. to, to belong to someone else mm -hmm. right to be a byproduct, a victim of something that you just wake up every morning, right? Mm -hmm. You know. So I want you guys to to um, to chime in about how you know how do you feel about this? Because of course we all have white friends right. that, we mm -hmm. love. that we love, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and most of the women that I love are actively fighting this oppression. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. That's true. That's but, true. Yeah, but even the ones who are just being regular white girls just walking down the street, it's just. I, I, it's like I don't want to categorize everyone like that, but it's just so hard when they when they say when they do oops and I get an ouch. Right. You know. Right. So you know, you guys chime in. I, I think a lot of it is because this, <clears throat> even in this day and age, a lot of white people are still unaware of their privilege. Right. Or not willing to um, accept their privilege. They say things like, "Well, I grew up poor," or <laughs> like, "I was in poverty. We didn't have money. We had to work hard." Or, mm -hmm. And they just they don't get that it's still different. Right. Right. A, a black person in poverty and the white person in poverty, the white person still has a leg up. Right, right. They, they can't see it. They don't understand it. Um, a lot of them don't want to take the time to understand mm -hmm. it, but there are some who will try to yes. you can have a conversation mm -hmm. with them and, and teach them something. Right. Um, but a lot don't. So I, 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 we, I think we all, I think there's not a black woman who doesn't deal with that. Mm -hmm. On a day, probably on a day-to-day -day basis, there's these little microaggressions and right. these little tiny things that happen all the time mm -hmm. that we just either brush off and you know, like there's a lot of brushing off that happens in a black woman's life. Certainly, a lot of brushing mm -hmm. off because we just can't. 
we'd be exhausted if we addressed every single thing. Okay, so that was a good episode. It was our our, uh, debut, if you will. Please go back and listen to it. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. If you've listened to it, listen to it again. Mike, you want to tell them real quick where they can find us? Please, please find us on Instagram at 3 Sirens Podcast, the number 3. Find us on Facebook where we are popping. Popping at 3 Sirens, always the number 3. And of course, on Twitter, 3 Sirens Podcast. If you ever want to um, email us, Mm -hmm. 3 Sirens Show at Gmail. That's how you can submit your siren sound off. Please, or DM us. Some people don't like to email. Yeah, however you want to do it. DM us. You know, put on the page and we're always there to listen. So, thanks me. Thank you. So, our episode 2 was um, at a very sensitive time. It was right around the time in the summer where all those shootings were happening. Back to back to back to back. And we were talking about our social media friends Mm -hmm. and either them being very quiet about it or Mm -hmm. being what we like to call white and woke. Right. (laughs) And how there are some people really on the front lines with us, you know, um, going to bat for us and standing with us and how some people were a little more quiet. Mm -hmm. So that that was a really, really good, interesting uh, episode. Here's a little clip from that one. The people who have the power to change it are sitting there worried about their words and how it's going to affect. And that's when I said, you know what, I unfollowed many celebrities this weekend and I know the game told me I shouldn't be worried about celebrities. But let me tell you something. When you give voice, when you use your platform, something that you feel is non-controversial, you need to talk about the things that affect you. Yes, you do. You need to stop. Whether you like it or not, you are part of this community and you have an obligation to speak on it. We're multifaceted. You can't be just even kill the same all the right, time. Right. They're ebbs and flows. Yes. Get with Speak it. about it, dummy. And when I, when I saw those young men of the SB standing up, when mm-hmm. I saw LeBron James <laughs> <laughs> leading the charge Ron, as usual, my boo, I thank for the king. When he stood up at Tyson, that's what I'm talking about. He's talking about accountability of us of color, but he talked about it. Yeah. Now, I prefer Carmella, but yes. Oh, yes. boo. Yes. She likes yes. the King James version. <laughs> Million. So what if I lose another ten from these endorsements? Right, right. Who's buying your stuff? Who is buying <laughs> it? We are the biggest consumers on the planet. Oh, yes, Goodness. on the planet. Somebody if they had a Nike Black Lives Matter, let me tell you, oh. okay, white people. Let me tell you something. Mm. Um, not not white people. White executives. Let me tell you something. If you came out with some Black Lives Jordans, <laughs> you won't be able to keep them on the show. <laughs> some Black Lives Jordans. Some Black Lives BLM Jordans. Be corny, but people be like, "Oh my God, did you see those black lives? Black, black lives day? Yeah, you know what? It will at least show that you're standing for something, something. except our green." <laughs> now, in this next episode, I know we were being a little vague, but now I can spill all the tea. Spill <laughs> the tea. My former supervisor had tried to write me up. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Don't tell me what to do. I don't want you talking to me. Much less <laughs> telling me what. To do. You didn't want to say nothing. Leave me alone. That's the reality. Just leave me alone. Shut up. Back then we cared. <laughs> said, now we don't. She said former supervisor. Former. Get it. <laughs> Listen to Kathy. Listen to Kathy. Thank you. So y'all, my sticky situation. What is it? I do what I want. Oh. That's what I'm talking about.
So the premise of it is, is that I, I, I don't like to be told what to do. Okay. Okay. I was recently in a situation where I was directed to do something. Okay. And it wasn't, the person wasn't doing anything wrong. They really were just giving me information. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's always a way to do something. Right. 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 There's a way to, 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 to formulate your words. Yes. Exactly. Right. To, yeah. to say something, to phrase it. I don't like feeling like I don't have options and that really is what it comes down okay. to. Yes. That's really what it came yes. down to. You know, at first I was just, you know, I felt the heat rising. Mm-hmm. But then I said, you know, let me calm down and really see what this is for what right. it is. Right. I just I like having options mm-hmm. and I'm gonna exercise those options. Yes. And we're gonna go about it another way. Because I think that the, the situation calls for me to be involved. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it, yeah. It doesn't have to be my way. But I like having options, and I'm gonna do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. I don't like being told what to do. I don't like having you know that finger in your face. Right. First of all, I don't even like people playing, so you need to move that finger. Kathy <laughs> <laughs> was demonstrating. Got too close to my face. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want nobody telling me what to do no, either. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, listen. Listen. And it can be tough, you know, if you're in a situation where there's people that are in a place where they can give you directives yeah, mm-hmm. or and any even in my family, you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, no, I was gonna agree that, you know, I don't I don't think anyone relishes someone telling them in a disrespectful way or even in a passive aggressive right. or whatever right. way they're trying to do it, to telling you what to do. Right. You know, and so it, you're right. If someone says, you know, this is what we need done, there's a different way of doing it. Well how about your input but like, listen, you're not gonna do this. Exactly. You're gonna do that. Right. You need to, you just, you need to sit down somewhere. Yes. You need to sit down. You're not gonna tell me. You're right. not gonna tell me. I'll lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how it's delivered right. and, who, yes. and who it comes from, right? And to me, it's if it's somebody that I trust that I think is wise, yes. yeah, delivering it properly. Even in uh, my my workplace, most of my I do get a lot of directives, but I did from somebody that I know is wise, right? Yes. They're talking about, right? It's still open to my input, but yeah. definitely. We'll still think, nah, we're gonna do it this the, way, but I respect it because right. I know that they know what they're talking right. about. But it's still definitely, even in a personal relationship, it's all about. Um, one, the relationship that exists yeah. between there. Mm-hmm. And I think that relationship guides the delivery. Yeah. Right, right, right. As well, if it's a mutual respect, mm-hmm. then I think it's going to be delivered in the right way. Uh-huh. So I don't necessarily mind direction, but like you kind of alluded to at the beginning, it definitely uh, depends on the delivery and uh, most of the, deli- the delivery. It's the delivery. Right. Right. delivery. Yeah, because it's, like delivery. I said, it's, it's different if it's someone that's wise and trusted. They're saying, this is our best And interest. the relationship. Right, okay. yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to, you know, but just telling you, this is what, you right. know, you don't, you don't matter. And right. shut up. And right. shut up. And shut up. I mean, that's how I raise my children. We don't, I don't want to be <laughs> Thank you. Right. Like no, that. that is how, because, <laughs> I mean, you know, do it like, Say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, because I, I care about you. Because right. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Respect. So, I guess we know why she was so mad. We know. Kathy <laughs> was mad. We know she couldn't say it then, but she said it today. She can say it now. So our next episode was episode four, and one of the biggest things about that that we will never forget is that we were sober. And it'll oh, never happen again. We're drinking here. right now. That's right. It'll never happen again. It was terrible. I was sweating. It was dry. It was so bad. We were crying. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. We didn't know how to handle ourselves. <laughs> mm. So, but w- what we were talking about, amongst other things, was aging with grace or yes. dignity. And yes. I was talking about the issues of having a, just a, a child turn into an adult. She was struggling. And I'm struggling. Like, where do I fit in the world? Right. Yeah, so that was our situation. Dun, dun, dun. Aging with grace. Oh. <laughs> you 
think it, it doesn't sound as bad. It's bad. <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on. Everybody ages. <laughs> so, um, my birthday, um, by the time this drops, would be in, you know, less than a week. Mm-hmm. And I'm turning the young age of 41, which I'm not worried about that. You know, that's not the big deal. But... I didn't realize how much the fact that my eldest son turning 18 and graduating from high school would affect the way I view myself and where Mm -hmm. I am in life. Mm -hmm. And so what I've been struggling with is he has just, you know, reached this huge milestone, you know, a transition in life. So by logic, shouldn't I be transitioning too? Which maybe it isn't. They're not. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, since my child has grown, what should I be now? Right. You know, where, where do I if he is an adult now, what am I? A super adult? Right, right. Because it's different. You've never had an adult child. Adult point five? Right. <laughs> Idea where I fit into this uh, equation. Mm-hmm. So the, the catalyst of it was just recently he um, and another and with a dance crew opened up for EPMD um, this past week. So And he was in a bar that I frequent. The only bar. One of the only bars right. that I frequent. And I didn't go. But I was just like, I can never step in there again. Right. Knowing that my baby my has baby. had his feet on this floor. Right. Mm-hmm. He's turned up in there. He's turned in there and so if, if he I mean he doesn't belong there he's only 18 but I mean, it's a special, right. special occasion but if he's there if he is welcome in that space then I am certainly unwelcome right, mm, right. so I and so it's not just about going out that's just an example right but, but that's how I'm feeling is that that he's entering into adulthood and is there room for both of us <laughs> one of us got to get one of us got to to choose. One of us got to go. You want to become a baby again or I am. <laughs> One of us is going back to childhood. So that's my, you know, I, I just... I'm just having a hard time dealing with it right. about how how am I supposed to behave that other my child's an adult. I mean, I don't even know. I, don't, I mean, am I, am I allowed to wear um, sneakers anymore? I mean, I'm, <laughs> no, it does make you wonder because I don't. We don't want right. to be dressing like our children, right. like we're trying to be down, like we're trying to be. Uh, I don't know, hit, Young, hip. Pe- we're trying to be lit. You lit. Know? Yeah. And I, I don't feel I, I don't feel old at all. I feel right. like I'm like 25 years old. Because right. I know for you, it's not about the number. No, right. not at all. Oh, no, no, it's not the number. I feel like I'm 25, but I can't be 25 if my baby's 18. That no, doesn't work. That doesn't work out. <laughs> that doesn't equate. It doesn't work out. So yeah, that's just that's one of my sticky situations. Aging with grace. Okay, so we'll never do another dry episode. We'll never do <laughs> no. that to you. It was still a great episode, so definitely still go back, check out the whole thing. So the next little snippet we're going to okay. hear is from um, an episode that was quite controversial. Laisha <laughs> had brought up some mess. <laughs> And I'm still paying for it. People off the street approaching me. Oh, <laughs> oh hey, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maisha had bought up some mess about just everybody just dating everybody <laughs> and kumbaya about it. And just, it was just a big uh, love orgy. <laughs> it, was, it was terrible. It was, she tried to bring everybody on board. Ladies, watch your men. If you listen, listen to this, watch your men. Watch if you wanted to talk to him for it was a mess. It was a hot Your mess. love will grow. It, oh God. See how they try to paint it up for you? Just take a listen. What I'm saying is that in all types of love, we allow room. 
So when we have a child, we have the second child, our love grows. We don't say, oh, there's just only enough love for this one child. We have another child, it grows. We have two parents. Some people have, you know, another, this is my mom and dad, but this was my, you know, my play mom, right, this right, my right. auntie that took care of me. Right. Our love grows. Then we look at our siblings. You got one sister, you get a brother, it grows. We just talked about this. Right, our right. love expands. But when it comes to romantic love, for some reason, we believe it can't expand. Like there is only room for one person and that if we have any feelings romantic for anyone else, then there's a big problem. It's wrong. It's, dead. it's, not, it's not real. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to throw out on the table that what if love in the romantic sense can expand and that you can be in love with more than one person in the romantic sense and that you can express yourself to two people at the same time and say, I love him. I love her and I love him all the same. Mm-hmm. And that how and then and of course with that becomes the responsibility of navigation so I'm not saying, right. so I'm not saying that you know I'm with with um, player A and the I love player A B but player A and B don't know about each okay. other I'm not talking about that I'm talking about the concept of I am who I am and I happen to love two people you talking about sister wives I'm not talking about no sister wives because I don't want to be married talking about sister wives. I'm talking about same concept they've been crying a lot after seven years I, we talk about marriage. I'm talking about love. Oh, they don't have to go hand in hand. Right, you don't right. have to get married to someone to be in love with them. No, you don't. See? So that's what I'm I'm throwing out there right now. Ooh, that polyamory. That was something. Mess. But how about the next one? <laughs> what it was. Let's move into the next one, ladies. How about Let's. this one? This was another one that was a little bit of a stinger. Mm. Opposite sex, friends, yes. significant yes. other. Oh, yes. Friends. What about this? What do you do? That it one. can get messy. It, yeah. This was, it wasn't a sticky, was it a sticky situation? Yeah, it, it was. was. It was my sticky situation. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about we were the, the friends, the friends. And right. the male had another partner. And Kathy know? knew all about it. I knew all about it because I was a cute friend. <laughs> friends. So I'll start with a, a friendship that I had. Um, oh, it was in my recently deleted. I deleted it by accident. <laughs> um, I had a couple of very close male friends growing up. One's from like pre-K mm. and like literally went to the same pre-K together. Then we ended up going to the same elementary school. And then another friend that I grew up with on my street went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. And they were both male. Like just, just strictly platonic. Right. Never never even like, I liked you. Never even like yeah. slept in the same bed and there was nothing. Just right. yeah. kind of sleeping. Yeah. That was the bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No cuddling, no letting feel a poke. No. <laughs> But with both of them, um, the first one ended up getting married and it was fine for me. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm happy okay. for you, you know. There was no boat. I, right. <laughs> I didn't. Right. You know? And I was um, invited to be in the wedding as a bridesmaid. Oh, yes. But I didn't end up being in the wedding mm-hmm. because the fiance at the time just it just was not sitting well with her. She made up some whack excuse right. about like oh, I missed the rehearsal or something. Oh. And you know I just got to get the money back for my dress and I was okay with it. Mm-hmm. But 
my other friend we've been friends since pre-k and when he got a girlfriend i made it my business to really um try to befriend her make her comfortable yeah, yeah, with, yes, yes. The, with the relationship because i didn't want her thinking that there was anything there um i went out of my way to you know kind of make her comfortable and we became really close oh cool to the detriment of my friendship with my friend oh because he started to feel like well i can't confide in you if she's oh, confiding you in you and she's becoming your friend. And he would say, I feel like he's still my best friend. Oh. And they got so, like, crazy to the point where, like, if she was on the phone, she'd be like, he's coming. I call you back. I'm like, I'm not. Oh, God. I'm not. Yeah. This is getting weird. I don't need to be. I had to That's exercise. That's what it started to feel like. I had mm-hmm. to take myself. But she, she knew that it would affect our friendship. And mm-hmm. she was concerned. It's just yeah. all these little circles of concern. Too complicated for me. And so that's what I wanted to talk about. How you, you know, handle yourself. And I do think that at the end of the day, like I did, I took myself out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Their relationship as husband and wife is to me way more important yeah. than our friendship that I do value uh, right. however that's the sacrifice that I have to make because I want right. you to go forward with your wife and I don't want her feeling any kind of way I don't want yeah. you feeling any kind of way and I do think she might have secretly had a little still you know yeah like what's going like on like you guys there? never like right. never right. you know and and I mean, you probably don't want your husband calling another female talking about your mm-hmm. issues. Period. No, right. You know what I'm saying? Uncomfortable. And, and then it was uncomfortable for me knowing that she probably knew that when they had a fight, he called me and told me. Right. So it just got really weird. So that's what I wanted to talk about: how you navigate. You know, when, when your friend, that's a good real friend, yeah, gets a significant other, and you know, what do, where do you go from there? Oh, Felicia, that's sticky. Yeah, and mm. it spins all kinds of ways. Oof. Well, I've been in that situation a while ago. I mean, this is a, you know, like from high school, a friend from high school Mm -hmm. and then college. And then he and the girlfriend at the time, he's moved on and is married, happily married and everything. But, um, they met through me. Oh, okay. Got oh. together. So they were both your friends? They were both my friends. Okay. She, she, we were friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we met in college. Mm-hmm. And then he was my very good friend from high school, came up to visit. They met that way, got oh. together. But she was always just, you know, she always had that thing in the back of her mind. Well, why didn't you two get together? Oh. Right. So actually, attitude there. If I want your man, I can take your man. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. Let me set simmer down. Shut up, Felicia. I got it back. Listeners, you hear that? I got it back. Oh, you ain't come up on me. You gonna come for the queen you best not miss. Cause she will sit and wait to you. And she was crafted this way. So I was crafted by design. By design. I mean, and the long story short, we ended up not speaking because oh, wow. it, it really got into the, it really messed everything up. So I decided that I would sacrifice right. our friendship, friendship mm-hmm. for their relationship. Mm-hmm. And it was messy. Yeah, it was really messy. It was messy. hurtful because I lost two friends in the process. Right. Oh, that's right. Because sucks. of somebody's insecurity. Right. That sucked. Right. It sucked big time. Right. No, no that's it didn't sucks. poke. It didn't poke. It didn't poke. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ladies, have you ever been in that situation? I mean, we three have, uh, clearly. Right. It's it's mm-hmm. rough being the friend, and right. then they got the girlfriend who's jealous. Right. I mean, <laughs> that's what it is. I mean, I mean that's what it really is. What, what, what can we do? What do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? <laughs> I, mean, okay. I can't help my friend. I can't help my friend. I can't help my I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fantastic. <Okay. laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not so, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Sorry, not sorry. 
Anyway, so that was a great episode. This mm-hmm. one that we're talking about actually was a siren sound off. Someone right. wrote in and was saying like her her man was like, oh, this just my home girl. Home girl. And so we actually went back and forth. First of all, trying to define what the heck that what is. What does home girl mean? I didn't know I was wrong. I had my. She okay. thought she thought it really meant a home girl. I thought it meant your friend you went to school with, but all I was right. wrong. We found out. So yeah, so just listen to us give our um. It was asked for advice, but it was mm. terrible. It was, it was terrible. It's kind of like components to it. So. There's some questions about the word homegirl. When a guy says, oh, my homegirl, such and such. That's my homegirl. So they want to know, is she your homegirl? Or is it somebody that you you slept with at some point? And if you did, I guess it's a girlfriend's point of view. Mm -hmm. And if you did sleep with her, why is she still allowed to be your friend? And their thoughts behind it was that were that um, men say, you know, there's no emotional attachment with sex. So so what? We can still be friends. There's no emotional attachment. It was just, it's just sex. So this is still my homegirl. So that 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 that's. I mean, it's a it's a three siren sound off, but it's a little sticky. Yeah. Do so we have a time frame? What, what's the time frame? I don't know the time frame, but <laughs> I think the good. first issue is the usage of this word homegirl and identifying what it really means. Mm-hmm. I thought homegirl meant like someone who grew up around the way. Right. I went to high school, middle school together, or even college, you know, mm-hmm. if you educated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so and we've just been friends. We're just real cool. You know, she's been through two or three girlfriends with me. I mean, like mm-hmm. she's been here for a minute, and that's my homegirl. I think that's just your friend. That's not homegirl. I don't think. I, I don't what is think. home? I thought. I think maybe homegirl is somebody that you would hang out with. Somebody yeah, that's really a part. That's of what I'm life. saying. It's been a party. That's what I'm saying. She's been through. You know, she's mm-hmm. been here. I've had two or three girls. She's mm-hmm. been now and uh, that's, that's so. I think our guys using this word interchangeably. I, they might be. Yeah. And that's probably I'm thinking where where the issue comes from because if you say my homegirl, like, it can mean seven things. Right. Mm, right. And I got to sit there and slice and dice and figure out like you know. What so she thinks I embrace her or give her the side eye. Mm. Okay, let's put it this way. This, I'm going to answer this. Answer it. Because I'm ignorant. We're all going to win. Ignorant, eh? Answer it. Let's go. We as women think differently than men. Mm-hmm. We do. I know we know this intellectually that men can have sex without having any emotional connection. Mm-hmm. It's just an action, a friction that causes a reaction. And when it's over, it's over. For the man. For the man. So I would be, for me, I would be less concerned about my man saying this is my homegirl and if we had sex, you know, five or six years ago. I wouldn't be worried about him going back to that. I, If she has some feelings from I would kind of you know the homegirl mm-hmm. I would be kind of uh, mm-hmm. but honestly I I don't care Mm-hmm. I don't care. You don't care? No, I don't care. You I don't, don't care if he's hanging with his homegirl. I, I don't have hump him. I don't have... Listen, Donald Hump. <laughs> I just don't have the energy anymore to be worried about, you know, are they sleeping together? All that. I don't have the energy anymore. Please believe me. Trust and believe me. If somebody is going to have sex with somebody, they're going to make it happen. Oh, regardless if I'm keeping up my pulling out my edges, worried about, you know, them or not. Just edges. Pulling out my edges. Everything's about edges in 2016, That's apparently. That's all I hear about is edges. Snatching edges. Laying down edges. edges. Everything is edges. So I just want to throw it in like the kids. So, you know, I just can't be worried about it. And and I don't I don't feel disrespected if, you know, you want to hang out with his homegirl. I mean, I'm just, I'm just over all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just me. I'm just over it. I'm just... She's 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mary. 
tears. Oh. Instead of doing the babies, you can hang with your hunger. It's just different. Guys, I'm sorry. I just don't care anymore. I mean, not that I don't care. I'm just, I'm just done of being Did so, you ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. So, uh, was there a time when this would have affected you and you would have thought differently? Probably when I was younger. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. I am the prize, not the competitor. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to compete with you for somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm the prize. Right. So if you want to, you know, if you want to be with this homegirl, have your way. <laughs> what you thinking, Kathy? Sorry. Uh, I'm thinking that I can see how this can go. Well, she won't trust him. Because what does, what, he has to define homegirl. Like, what does that really mean? Is she a, really a part of his life? How long ago was it? If and it wasn't what, sex, how long ago right, was it? Yes. Where, where's she at with where, it? Where's she at with it? What, where are her feelings? Right. You know, this is what, what Maisha doesn't have the energy to do. And that's a lot to deal with. Right. That's a lot to kind of pull back and figure out. And those are some tough discussions. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to go through all of that. Mm. Is it worth it? Right. You know, so I, I, I can see how some guys can try to get away with this whole homegirl thing. Yeah. And then and then the whole thing about, you know, the whole, the sex wasn't, didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Just, so I don't know. I think that can be used as a scapegoat, though. Like, it didn't mean I anything. So. Just so you can keep them around. I think it's true. I think, I don't think it's a scapegoat. I, I it's think it true. might be, yeah. no, but I yeah. think that they may use it to be able to keep a person in their life that may, I mean, I, I mean, some women, unfortunately, aren't always the most respectful of people's relationships. That's true. That's true. Now, That's true. Nothing's going to happen that your man doesn't allow. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, certain women aren't always respectful and they will be like, hey, I'm his homegirl. Hey, give me a hug, boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because the, the but they'll have, there's a lot of lonely people out They'll there. have a different motive and then they'll, they, you know, they'll sit with your man and, and say, hey, the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, again, nothing's going to happen yeah. that your man doesn't allow right. to happen. Mm-hmm. But so I, I can understand why she might be feeling, you know, um, a little mistrustful yeah, of the yeah, whole homegirl yeah, term yeah. And, and wondering like well if you guys did sleep together and it was right before we got together why are right. you still coming around mm. that's an she issue. might need to sit down right mm. and I'm okay with this right I'm, she needs to sit down I'm personally okay with this Maisha wants to have her over for dinner <laughs> I want her to sit down I know Maisha's on ain't gonna be working Maisha's not cooking the dinner though right <laughs> or cleaning her house before she gets over so she's gonna go out and meet her for dinner yeah okay so that was a good way to wrap that one up that homegirl thing yeah. that was dicey it was sticky make sure you check out that episode in its entirety that was episode 7 mm-hmm. go on SoundCloud check it out so our next episode this is a really uh sticky situation mm-hmm. it was Maisha's sticky situation but she talked about uh, white fragility and we all kind of went back and forth about what that actually means mm-hmm. and how it's a part of our everyday lives how we're actually conditioned mm-hmm. to it being a part of our lives if you right. don't know what it means we talk about it mm-hmm. uh, in the clip we break it down we explain it and so listen to it and just and, and ma- it makes you think about how right. you know you actually interact and deal with white fragility on the day. you might not even realize it right, but right. after this clip you'll, you'll definitely realize it and hopefully you'll curb it <laughs> curb that behavior so um we know that we've had some things have happened since we've been on the air we've had a election terrible thing we've had you know we have a new president elect and he who shall not be named like Voldemort he walks behind the rose like children of the corn yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so 
what I want to talk about my sticky situation is it's something called white fragility. Mm. So you may have heard about this. It's a it's a point when the oppressed expresses themselves and the oppressor um, gets uncomfortable with it, mm-hmm. and and especially when they don't feel like they're the oppressor, right. but they are benefiting from the systemic oppression. Right. So I'm not saying that every white person owns a slave. We know that much. <laughs> right. right. Okay. We hope you know that when you're listening. Don't, yes. Don't yes, take offense. Yes. We're, yeah. We're. Yeah. Thank this, you. This is and, and unless it's you. And the fact that Felicia said this is white fragility. Exactly. She's trying to explain like before we get into this, you know, if we're mm-hmm. not talking about everyone, mm-hmm. that is the whole concept is mm-hmm. that we can't express ourselves and the atrocities mm-hmm. that are happening to the um, people of color, LGBTQ plus people, women, you know, mm-hmm. trans people. That's on LGBTQ. I don't want to separate them so they get their burn. You know, <laughs> so we can't really talk about it without people feeling um, the white people. Mm-hmm. Let's put it out there. White people feeling like, oh, uh, I mean, well, it's not everybody or oh, what do you mean? Or, oh, oh, yeah, I understand. But it starts to make them feel uncomfortable. Right, right, right. It should be implied. You should, it should be understood. We're not right, talking right, about it. Right. We have to say it. So here is the um, the definition of white fragility is a state in which even a minimum amount of racial stress becomes intolerable, triggering a range of defensive modes. Mm. These oh, moves, these moves include the outward display of emotions such as anger, fear, and guilt, and behaviors such as argumentation, mm-hmm. silence, and leaving the stress-inducing situation. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not comfortable talking mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. Right? So that kind of thing. And what happens is, as, as I've been a person of color my entire life, mm-hmm. um, we uh, feel this need to kind of uh, sugarcoat what happens. Like, well, I mean, so not everybody, but sometimes right. some white people, right. so that the person we're talking to doesn't feel uncomfortable right. because they're associated with it. Right. So do during this uh, transition from a wonderful qualified uh, mm-hmm. blah 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 president to a unqualified blah 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 president mm-hmm. I've been struggling with the concept of right concept of white fragility and one of the things that's making me uncomfortable is that I don't give a F anymore there it is yeah. right there and I should because white fragility as far as a person of color can save your job <laughs> can save your station in life right. because you understand this concept that you can't just come in here saying listen white people tell your grandmother <laughs> you know you just right. can't just come out you know shoot with both barrels mm-hmm. just because of the way the, the world is set right. up but I am so tired I am tired of white people saying what they want saying it how they want to mm-hmm. say it saying it whomever to whomever they want mm-hmm. to say it and then when someone says the counter either it's kind of like hey wait I mean whoa, or you're racist. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pull up a, um, a I'm not going to put on my phone. I'm just going to say some things happened to me. I have been trolled on Twitter this whole week since the um, election because and I've enjoyed one, it. Yes. One of my friends <laughs> is going to um, troll somebody and tag me in it. So we were both getting come at. Now, listen, my Twitter timeline is beautifully sculpted. I only see things I want to see. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know Trump won according to my timeline. <laughs> Because it was full of just black people saying, we're going to get through this. They never said why. Yeah. You know, just some, some great blurred stuff, some video game. I have some great stuff on my timeline. Some some um, some breakfast stuff. 
and, and right. So, so now I'm getting trolled like Trump people. Like, mm. hey, hey, at Maisha D. Mm. Let me just tell you, I'm just mm. going. At, and, and at first, I was trying to go, you know, tip for tat and bringing out facts and everything. And I finally got to the point. I was like, you know what? Let's keep it real. You're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at your ABI, your Abby, whatever you call. It. You're ugly. You're ugly. Ugly. You're You're ugly. I just started going after people's clothing. Just going after how they looked. It's like you should be ashamed of yourself. You're bullying. You're cyber bullying. So you should be ashamed that you didn't get help for that lazy eye. <laughs> oh, you guys can go to my feed and check it out. Go, please do. Right. So I, you know, I, and so I was just tired of it. And and then so what I was talking about my phone is I don't know if everybody saw um, that this um, young woman was uh, I'm assuming she's of color was yeah. walking her dog and an older white lady was following her basically stalking her like I know you're in South Miami I don't know if she was insinuating that's a gang or something but I'm gonna report you and she was basically like is this your property well no then stop following me shut up and leave me alone it keeps harassing her and then puts her hands on the young lady like mm-hmm. get me get me cause the woman was recording her and guess what she bopped her in the face <laughs> and my favorite part was oh my god you hit me this woman put her hands right. on someone mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she's the victim right. and this is what I'm talking about this is what I'm talking about when you are so used to a system that allows you to say whatever the you want mm-hmm. and do whatever the you want and then get mad when somebody said no 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 not today no right not, not today me. not me not today right right my other favorite part was when Mojito her daughter was trying to get him <laughs> home Mojito mommy got this, I got this. Mojito <laughs> was ready Mojito was ready he was like mommy bite her uh uh-uh, uh uh baby I got this <laughs> And at the end, the older white lady was arrested, and she should be for assault. Right, she assaulted her. That's right. And, hands on. But the point is how quickly it escalated from "let me just walk up" because I don't want her around here to "let me put my hands on her" mm-hmm. to "oh my god, you hit me!" Right. I'm the victim. She's the victim, and this is what kept happening on my timeline. Mm-hmm. People were screenshotting me, um, you know, taunting my my profile and everything. And when I hit back, you're a bully. Mm-hmm. If Mm-hmm. If you <laughs> okay, <laughs> how frustrating would it be if you were minding your business and someone kept pushing on you and you push back, you get arrested? Right, right, right. And so this is how this is what I'm talking about. So if you can't take the heat, stay out the kitchen, Please. like your ancestors did, and right. while we had to cook for you. <laughs> <laughs> It's too hot in here for you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know you get hot easily. <laughs> we like the heat. <laughs> and it just frustrates me. Children of the sun. Children of the sun. S-U-N and S-O-N. Amen. It just makes me so frustrated. So that was my my sticky situation is I realize I'm not saying I have to be, you know, um, I have to cow, um, cow and bow down mm-hmm. to white fragility. Right. But I understand that when you're a minority in a mm-hmm. situation, there's a certain rules and um, social norms and rules right. that we have to navigate especially when when we're in in the work in workplace right but i am not i am not going to mince words anymore i'm not doing your small talk mm-hmm. your uncomfortable small talk <laughs> i'm not engaging i had nothing to say after this election and 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 when someone had the nerve to say 
well, you know, people just disliked Hillary so much. They voted for Trump. I said, uh-uh, let me just tell you something. This is when I let the, the bell come down. Let yeah. me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This man was openly endorsed by the KKK right. and refused to denounce it. Kept, oh, humming and hawing. Right. And, and finally did a little half a, you know, denouncement. But it was not the first thing out of his mouth was not, wait a minute, wait a minute. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you knew the history, the KKK, when you hear that nowadays, it might have lost its burn. Right. But if you go just Google KKK and go to images, images and look at the lynchings and the terroristic things they've done on the, the citizens of this country, right. our, our families, our ancestors, how they have burnt down homes and torn about families and killed children and had the nerve to take po- pictures with their kids in front of it, mm-hmm. with their cowardly wearing masks. Mm-hmm. If you knew anything about the KKK and you voted for Trump, you're endorsing the KKK. Yeah, that's because this is what I said. If there, if no matter how much I hate a candidate, if the other candidate said I hate black people, gay people, Muslims, Jews, all this stuff, mm-hmm. my my values override my hate. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not gonna vote for someone whose values I don't I don't align with right. just because I hate somebody else. Right. So when you endorse Trump, when you vote for Trump, believe it. Anyone listening to the sound of my voice, if you or your family mm-hmm. voted for Trump, they are racist. Right. They are xenophobic. They are homophobic. They are anti-Muslim. They are against black people. Mm-hmm. They're sexist. They are sexist. They are uh, they are rapists. Mm-hmm. He's being sued by nine women right now. Right. Am I correct? Correct. Correct. So let me so let sit on that. Suck on that. Chew on it. Swallow it. Let it nourish your soul. Because <laughs> that's who you put in the office. So that was my sticky situation. I um I don't know if I need any advice on it. <laughs> I'm gonna say that you don't. Okay. She doesn't need advice. And actually, you put it out there. Just on social media. After this, I mean, after the election, I was just like, F it. I'm mm-hmm. saying what I want to say. To, to whoever, I, I, especially people like, especially people I don't know. <laughs> I really, I really don't care. I'm right. letting it all hang out. Right. I'm saying whatever I want to say. Let it just fall out. <laughs> I don't care about your hurt feelings. I don't care about. Right. I'm a teacher. I told one teacher, I said, I fear for all the little black minds you're shaping because mm. you voted for Trump. How dare you say that? How do you attack my teaching? Because of what you stand for. Right. Because of what you accept. I don't trust you. I don't trust you with these little young. I don't. Black and brown minds. I don't. And she was so offended and again became the victim. Yeah. <gasps> I can't believe you would attack me in my teaching. I love uh, each and every one of them. I give them snacks. Oh my god! I give them snacks when snacks. they come in hungry. Listen, lady. I feed my kids. I don't want to hear. I'm First of all, my kids come snacks. to school not hungry. I bought right. a pack of snacks. Okay. <laughs> but my the fact kids, that you voted for Trump and you openly voted for Trump, it, I, I'm nervous. I don't. I don't trust me your too. I don't trust children. you. And I don't, I don't mind it. telling you. Right. right. I don't trust you. It, I mean, that was your choice to vote for him, and it's my choice to let you know how I feel about right. it. Right. You know. I don't trust you. And I'm seeing people saying, oh, just everybody who voted for Trump isn't racist, but every racist voted for Trump. No. Both. Both. <laughs> we don't, there's no one or the other mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. It's both. You voted for him, you took your stance, so take what comes with it. That's right. right. Take what comes with it. We know so. black people can't be racist, so you just an idiot. We know black people can. And I'm so if you of, voted, but if a black person voted for Trump, they're not a racist. They're just dummies. They're just dummies. They're self-hating. Can we just, for the mm-hmm. record, black, the oppressed group cannot be racist. Thank you. You can say you're being prejudiced, you have yes. some bias. Right. Stop throwing around the term racism, reverse right. racism. It doesn't exist. I mean, that's, that's just made it up. Mm-hmm. It's Shut made up. up. Shut up. Made up like like cute high waisted jeans. That's made up. At <laughs> <laughs> so one point in time, they were cute. I, I never liked them. They had their season. I never. Well, they liked weren't them. for me. <laughs> 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 
my belly was flat, I'd been all right with yeah. them. Uh, maybe that's me hating on my belly. That's what it is. Self-hating. <laughs> I'm self-hating. I'm a Trump voter. <laughs> Wow, that white fragility was a good one. That was a good one. That was an interesting topic. Yes, you guys really have to listen to that mm-hmm. one. Now, the next one, episode nine, and it's our final episode mm-hmm. uh, of the season. Mm-hmm. It was a good one. Yes, and this was Felicia's uh, sticky situation. So this was a Simon Sondor. This was a Simon Sondor. Right, right, right. This was a Simon Sondor. Get your kids and get out. That is not. That was our that was Kathy's. That's what away. I said. Right. That was Kathy's. But it was away. about yeah. <laughs> it was about who gets who gets custody. Yeah. And and talking about the other parent and all that kind of stuff. It was the man saying that if you don't you don't want, mm-hmm. you don't want to pay child support, give me give me the, me the kids. Like he was gonna yeah. really take the kids. And he texted yeah, her right. a meme. A meme. Well, you know what? I'm gonna call him on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get your kids and go on. Kathy. Let's see. She Let's clearly see. still feels very strongly. <laughs> listen, 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 listen to Kathy. And I agree. All right. <laughs> so somebody wrote in and said that their BD, aka baby's daddy, Ooh. sent them this meme. So I, I'm feeling like they got must have a spicy situation going on. <laughs> Not to get in their business. But. <laughs> the meme says, if you're that worried about child support, it's easy. Give the man custody. Oh. Wow. And she wants to know, how should I respond? Take your kids and leave. And get out. Take these kids. Oh, you're telling him to take the kids? Take, take the kids. Absolutely. <laughs> get them out. You, you don't want to pay? Take these kids. You're going to be paying me that money so fast. You'll be like, here, take your babies and here's the money. You take <laughs> mm-hmm. them kids. Mm-hmm. So you ladies say that she should just say, here, come get them. Come get these kids. Listen. <laughs> you make it sound Listen, if he fall out of love and he gonna pack up his stuff and go, he better pack up them kids. So wait a minute, wait a minute. This is going left. So you talking about if you even break up? Go, take your kids. I'll get them on the weekend. I'll pay child support. You wanna be the weekend mom. Mm-hmm. It's plain to see. The more we say it, the better it sounds. <laughs> you wanna pack your children up and see them I have boys. They need their daddy. Boys. That is a cop out. <laughs> boys need their daddy. That is such a cop out. Well, what is your take on yeah. it, Felicia? Because yours is obviously different than ours. It's always different than yours. <laughs> they need them. They need the daddy. They need them. They do need their daddies. Mm-hmm. I think children live with their moms. Mm-hmm. Why? We had to. They were in my my body for forty weeks. That's not that long in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> I, I'm just saying we have a connection that cannot be broken. I'm not. You know, let him win. <laughs> he can I have his kids. <laughs> that is such a cop out. Give me. The, if you had the money, first of all, I wouldn't be betting. If you had the money to support the kids, I wouldn't be betting you for five ninety nine for a value meal after school. Clearly, you ain't got it, or you don't want to have. It. So I don't know that giving a man. The child <laughs> is the key, and like clearly a man wrote this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> clearly a man made this meme, and clearly you don't want him that much because you, I'm sure you ain't filed a petition for custody. <laughs> so it's just a way to shut women up mm-hmm. about asking for child support. That's true. Which I don't think they should have to ask for. Right. You know, you have children. Yeah. You know, they have needs. Children need something every single week, day. Their hand every out. day. They all. You, do the kids need? Yes. No. <laughs> Dummy. You don't have to ask. Just send it on over. 
Sit it on down. Sit it on down. You don't have to ask. The kids always need something. Yeah. So women yeah. don't like. I hate when <laughs> men and and the photos try to make black women <laughs> about child support. Right. Because first of all, there shouldn't be a need for it because nobody should right. force you to take care of your children. Mm-hmm. So don't you try to turn around and shame the woman mm-hmm. when you should be the one that's ashamed. Mm. You deadbeat loser. You should be the one that's ashamed. Nobody should have to berate you, beg you to do anything for your children. So, like, I feel like how dare you try to turn it around and say, well, just give me the kids if you can't take care of them. Right. It's not about the woman not being able to take care of them. However, I do feel that the man should take care of the children according to his or well his own resources. Right. Right. Yeah. According to your resources. I mean, that's what happens. I mean, however, if I make a certain amount of money, I'm not gonna. I'll just tell myself I can't afford to send my kids on European vacations. Right. You know what I mean. So it has to be within their reason. I mean, that's just normal. If whatever I'm, I have the child. I can't afford this, so that's it. So, so when you can't say you make more than me, so I'm not doing anything. Exactly. That's not how any of this works. That's not how any of this works. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And so, yeah. I I mean, I was being funny when I said that. I was, but I was being honest. Mm -hmm. But, (laughs) but yeah, it, it does. It, it shouldn't be like you shouldn't have to have the government tell you how to take care of your children you know they're sitting right over there right right and then and then I hate when the, um, the men are just like oh um, I'm not paying your rent and I'm not paying your you, kids live here because you have to pay rent whether or not I was paying that's true but I would have a smaller apartment exactly right. I, I wouldn't need a three bedroom right I would just need a five bedroom I can live in a I can live I in wouldn't have like Friday. I right. wouldn't use as much water I wouldn't right. have to buy right. as much food. I would have I'd a, still eat yeah I wouldn't be having to buy family packs of chicken Right. <laughs> you get my little single you meals with Wegmans. Right past that I'd be tearing Wegmans up with all the single meals. Oh, man. Oh, lobsters, tearing, everything. I'd be tearing it up. Mm, Steak yeah. and crabs every night. Right. So it's true. It's true. I mean, yes, rent would be get paid, but it would be in a smaller, you know, a lower right. thing. So the children do need a lot of things. And don't talk about, don't get me started on the, you want to put the government in our business. I shouldn't have to. No, I shouldn't right. have to. And if if you point. had stood up. I wouldn't need to have Uncle Sam knocking at right. your door taking you. Listen, Tell listen. Him. You know I ain't a fan of Uncle Sam. That's right. Fan of Uncle Sam Nobody being in my body. Right. Because that's what's happened to me and my student loans. Uh-oh. Yes. Sally May is up in my back to episode one. That's Sally May is all up in my pockets. So I am not a fan of the government taking money from anybody. Hard earned money. But let me tell you something. If you can't step up, step up and pay what you need to pay, that's what's gonna happen. Right. Uh, you know, it's ugly. We don't want we don't want Massa coming in and taking your check. Nobody wants to have nobody to do wants that. that. Nobody no, wants to call no. Massa. No. But we will. <laughs> If we will, but we will, right? You know, I've been told plenty of times, like you know, that I see I've messed a lot to my children. We're supposed to, we're right. parents. Right. So there are times when I don't get things I want to get because I have to buy my, you know, our children Absolutely. something. So if I was in a situation which I'm not that, you know, I was trying to get money from their father, I, you know, I'm like, you know what, you know what, you you like those Yeezys, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you like them Yeezys? You like it? Well, guess what? Your child needs something else. Right. So you know, so there's we have to sacrifice. That goes either mm-hmm. single mom, single dad. The other parent, the non-custodial parent, you need to do your share. Nobody should have to beg you for it. Right, And it right. should be equal. Well, it should be equitable. Equitable. Right. right. Yes. It should be equitable. Which is a difference.
difference. If What's I make more money, I'm gonna put more money in. Into but there has to be equity. Right. Yes. You have to be. If I'm gonna be even. If I'm paying fifty percent of my salary, my salary is you know more than yours. You should be paying fifty percent of your salary. It's gonna be in the long run. It's gonna be less than what I pay. But at least I know you are putting in what I'm putting in. Right. And if it's that much less, get another job. Yeah. You know what? Make it happen. Because moms get happen. I'm I'm done. I won't keep saying moms because some dads have their children for Right, right. But the custodial parent has to make it happen. We don't have the luxury of saying, I can't. I can't. I don't right, want to. Right. I'm not. I don't feel like it. I can't. We, we just don't have it. We have to no, make it happen. No, have Get another to. job. Get a side hustle. Yeah. Do what you got to do. I don't even mind if you if your new chick pay. Because <laughs> chick can contribute. I don't mind. I ain't the that new chick, I'm not that kind of woman. She can contribute. Green is green. Hey. What you got on these kids' sneakers? Right. Hey, step hey, mom. Hey, baby mama. Hey, step mom. What you got on these kids? I'm not mad. Oh, I'm you, not mad. You want to comb her hair? Go you, ahead. You don't want to come No, 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 no. I don't have a daughter. So don't I touch that. my baby's hair. That's I, taken care of. I said that because I don't have a daughter. And she doesn't have a daughter. Don't, <laughs> step moms. Unless invited, don't touch the baby's hair. Don't touch the little girl's <laughs> hair. <laughs> Step dads, don't get the little boy a haircut. No, you're not in charge. You're not in charge. See, of that. I, see, 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 see how it changed? See, up? I can talk about that. See how it Uh-oh. changed? Up? You ain't gonna be cutting my baby's hair unless his daddy ain't getting his hair because no, he ain't gonna no, have him in your household. No, he a barber, so you ain't you ain't gonna be cutting his hair. Mm. All right, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that's just some case, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The water all looking peasy. Then you might have to step in, but let 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 that you know let that stay in your lane on that. Stay in your lane. Stay in your culture area. Don't ever touch my baby's hair. So now. Now let's get back to the thing. So let's let's get back to what oh, the, the advice. Her. Yes. So the advice is, I was, you know, if, if you don't want to give up your child, just say, you know, it's not as simple as that. It's not as simple as just give up the child because if you can't afford child support, you can't, can't afford, afford full time. Absolutely right. not. You can't afford full time because your child support is not meant to cover full time. No. So if you can't do that, it's then you won't. It's a supplement. Right. Right. So you can just tell him, oh, <laughs> this is so cute. Where the money? Where the money at? Get that money. Where the money? Where the money? This is a cute meme, but I need money. Take that, take that, take that. Take that, take that, take that. <laughs> Give me that money. And that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. F you pay me. <laughs> I like that better. Yeah, that's it. You're going to pay. And I'm sorry. You know what? But my mother told me. Oh, she tell you? She said, don't ever have sex with nobody you don't want to have a baby with. I know well, that. Right? I know that. She fine. taught me that. That could be the outcome. She right? taught me that. And, I, that. and that has always been my biggest thing. Like, do I want to have... She said, do I want to be attached to this person for the rest Ever. of my life? She said, not 18 years. The for rest the rest of, of my life. children. Right, right, right. It's right. right over. It's it not 18 so if you didn't want to be with me and spend all this money on our children, you should have laid up with me. Or you should have wrapped it up good. Wrap it up! <laughs> and she's done. And sing. <laughs> there we have it. There we have That's it. it. That was a whole season. A full season of uh-uh. three sirens. Uh-huh. What? She dropped. She dropped. She dropped. <laughs> 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 Oh, we've only been doing clips and I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was. I must say thank you to all of our listeners, everybody, every single play that we got. We appreciate it. Every like, every retweet. Oh yeah. Like we every really favorite. appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank we you. Free, appreciate. Mm. Yeah, she, she, she looks drunk. like she drunk. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, just thank you. And, you know, keep sharing us. Please. Keep please. liking. We're going to keep putting out um, 
the best that we can. Absolutely. And um, our, our entertainment value. Mm-hmm. We feel better about, you know, what we talk about. We're getting braver each episode. Right. At least I know I can speak. Right, right. We're getting braver every episode. We're t- and, meaning we're telling more of our business. Right. And, and, and that's more, what that boils down to. And more people are responding. Like I said, yes. I've right. been called nasty. Right. Well, but, but I mean, still. we're going to call a spade a spade. <laughs> Shut up. I'm the big joke of mother. <laughs> Talking about me, I'm just saying. <laughs> but Violet anyway, thing, beloved. but all the people over the uh, all over the world, I'm, I'm, we're not being funny when we say that. No, literally, all over the world, all over the world, and that's that's it's crazy. It means because they listen to episode after episode, right, right. right. So that's amazing. So thank you so much, and yeah. we are having a good time doing this. Yeah, we really so are. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, thank you. So um, check us out, iTunes, SoundCloud. Google Play, Play Google Play Music. Yes, yeah, so, so check us there. We told you again. I I just said I too. I'm talking about it. What's the thing? The internet? What is? What's the internet? <laughs> Twitter. 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 Three Sirens Podcast. The number three. Facebook. Three Sirens. Number three. And Instagram. Three Sirens Podcast. Number Follow three. us. Like. Inter- we want to hear back from you guys. We, we hear love back it. We you. love when you do that. Yes. Yeah, so thank you so much. podcast is brought to you by Shea Brothers. Shea Brothers, do butter and love yourself. You can find us on SoundCloud at 3 Sirens Podcast. And don't forget to email us at the number 3 Sirens Show at Gmail. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Facebook number 3 Sirens, and follow us on Twitter at Sirens Podcast. Follow, like, and share.